Welcome to this special. The World Hospice and Palliative Care Day is the 9th of October, and we have an eminent panel here with us today to discuss various aspects of palliative care. I'd like to start with Avni Bhatia, who is a consultant counselor working with Romila Palliative Care, a program of Sneha, and she's been with the organization for around four years. She's a psychotherapist and counselor in the field of mental health care for more than 12 years. Hi, how are you? Good to see you, and I hope uh, your family and you are healthy and you've got both your vaccines. Thank you very much, uh, Rishi. Yes, indeed, uh, everyone has taken the vaccines and we all are fine. Thank you so much. The significance of World Hospice and Palliative Care Day, I'd like you to explain that before we start talking to our patients and caregivers. Uh, yes, thank you, uh, Rishi, for asking this. Uh, as you know, uh, palliative care is a specialized medical care approach for people living with life-limiting ailment. And this type of care is focused on providing symptom and stress management, which are reduced because of the illness. The goal is to improve the quality of life of both the patients as well as the family members. And we celebrate World Hospice and Palliative Care Day on second Saturday in the month of October every year to uh, spread awareness and to create an access from each and every strata of the society. Uh, this year, the slogan is leave no one behind and equity in access to palliative care. So to ensure that everyone has an access to palliative care, no matter where they live, who they are, what is their age, and what is the background. I would like to share a research that has been done uh, worldwide. Almost 57 million people need palliative care every year. 25 million people are towards end of life every year. And it is so disheartening to know that 18 million people worldwide every year die in pain. I would like to relate this to movies. See, when you watch a movie, a very interesting movie, but if the end is not very good or it's it's just wrapped up like that, we would always uh, give a feedback that, you know, movie was interesting, but the end was not uh, so good. So that's how we uh, relate to the life. And I feel if, if, if the end of the life or the death is not peaceful or if it is painful, I mean, the, the whole essence of life is uh, gone. So I think peaceful death is the essence of life. Thanks for that, Avni. I now introduce you to a patient from PalCare, a home-based palliative care facility that was set up in 2015 in Mumbai. Taras Birdi is uh, 67. She's been a lung cancer patient since 2011, has had two bouts of remission. And a couple of years ago in 2020, the cancer had spread to other parts of her body, including the brain, liver, and skeleton bones. Uh, Dr. Zari Rudwadia, the famous uh, doctor, referred Tanaz to PalCare. And uh, there's a few questions that I'd like uh, Tanaz to answer. Hi, Tanaz. How are you? Hello. All well? All well just now. Excellent. Thanks to PalCare in a way. Wonderful. Wonderful. How has palliative care helped you through your illness, Tanaz? Uh, has it made a difference to the quality of your life? And if so, in what ways? Okay, so the first five years were completely free of any problems because they removed the breast and that was it. And I thought all was well. After five years, the, uh, the thing metastasized first into the lungs and then into other parts of the body. That's when things began to go wrong. I've taken five different types of chemo over these five years once it metastatized. And initially, it, there was a lot of problems. I went into a, a, a sepsis and I lost memory, etc., etc. Finally, when I came home also, I was still not well. And that's when Palcare came in and they've stopped a lot of the unnecessary treatments. 
and concentrated on just getting me well. So at present, I'm on very minimal treatment, but I feel so much better and so much uh, able to function. I'd like to add that uh, Tanaz actually lived with her 98-year-old mother, 94-year-old bachelor uncle. And, you know, they were caregivers for years. But now the logical question, Tanaz, is would you recommend palliative care to other patients, including those well, with I conditions already, other than cancer? I already have uh, one, uh, two of my uh, my uh, sister-in-laws, two, they were not cancer patients, but people with other problems and uh, they have uh, benefited also from pal care Wonderful. the important thing is that it supports you it supports you whenever you want and helps you get through that uh, episode Wonderful. Tanaz Badi, thank you very, very much for being with us. Thanks for your time and all the best to Palcare as well as you. Cheers. Thank you. We now move on to a caregiver. Hetri Parik is the granddaughter of a patient, Mrs. Bengali. Now, she's also a young person who's involved in, in caregiving. And I think that is really a big message to the young generation. Unfortunately, her grandfather, Mr. Ravindra Bengali, passed away from Hodgkin's lymphoma. And he was referred to palliative care by word of mouth. And uh, now she's looking after her grandmother with cerebral atrophy with uh, some other complications. Hi, how are you? I hope all is well and uh, you've got your vaccines. Hi. Uh, yes, I'm all fine. Thank you for the brief introduction. Uh, yes, I'm quite done with my vaccines, at least done with one dose. Happy, happy. How are you equipped to take care of your grandmother in a better way after you came in touch with Romila Palliative Care? What were your feelings? Mixed feelings, a lot of mixed feelings. My grandmother uh, has a cerebral atrophy. Basically, this is, to be more precise, this is a condition where there is a loss of uh, brain cells. And uh, loss of brain cells may happen uh, either to entire brain or a part of the brain. So the symptoms of uh, it can be double vision or blurred vision or dizziness or uh, sometimes maybe loss of memory as well. So after we got her registered uh, with Romila Palliative Care, her symptoms were very well managed by them. And uh, we got very proper and sincere guidance by the medical team as to how what tests to be done and where to go, what, what needs to be done next. We felt very much secured uh, that the team uh, like this, you know, it is like a rock to, uh, on which we relied on. Yes, during this uh, pandemic situation, the situation was very tough and critical for us as my grandfather was very critical and was counting his last breath. On the other hand, my grandmother, she also witnessed uh, the same symptoms again. So we were highly anxious and confused about what needs to be done and how it needs to be managed during these critical situations. During this uh, hard time, the palliative care, Romila palliative care, you know, she, uh, they helped us a lot you know what needs to be done the doctors on phone and um, later the home visits as and when it was possible my grandmother and my mother they got very much uh, you know good uh, psychological support from the counselor accept them how it was and to reconcile with the situation we not only asked for the forgiveness and shared all our emotions uh, with my grandfather but we also allowed him and helped relive his soul uh, peacefully would you would you now say hetvi that you're able to be a better caregiver because of rumila palliative care Yes, of course. It is a very challenging time for all of us. It was uh, getting very difficult to accept those new changes. But coming from such tough time, my family, you know, 
family members always played a crucial role but apart from that the romela palliative care was in very much constant connection with us and they made sure that you know they can overcome through such tough time with us with their support we were able to do our best for my grandfather and now we are doing best for my grandmother wonderful hey thank you so much for your time have a wonderful day ahead and thank you for speaking to us bye bye thank you so much bye take care i'm pleased now to welcome another caregiver and this is from on care Let me just give a brief introduction Mrs Firoze Godridge wife of Mr Godridge an oral cancer patient he was diagnosed at an advanced stage in 2017 and uh, the NK Dabar Foundation referred them to Oncare they attended day care services at Oncare for more than a year and a half in 2019 his condition worsened so he started getting home care and then fortunately he passed away in May of 2019 hi Mrs Godridge how are you good to see I'm you fine, i hope all is well Fine, thank you. When were you referred to palliative care services, and what was your reaction at the time? Do you remember? Well, I had heard about palliative care earlier, and but I, I had never seen one. What it would be like? We were my husband detected cancer, and soon after that, we when we were under the treatment with Dr. Baman Dabur, he told us that you should go to this On Care Foundation, meet Dr. Kurshid Mistry. and see if you like it i told my husband let's try it out so we went there we met dr kurshid mistry at the nk dabar care foundation which is called on care foundation of course and he was not able to digest that he had cancer but i insisted to meet dr baman on and dr kurshid mistry and then as we started going there at uh, you know his life started changing he started acting you know positive taught others to be positive and kept smiling always we enjoyed each day of it going to oncare foundation never missed a day to go there right from monday to friday earlier initially he was angry thinking it would not help him at all and a day came that he agreed to go there and see if it helped him out in any any way you know it, it really did we started going once a week and then it was five days a week so the frequency increased life changed completely for him he was very positive he liked the team of doctors and the nurses who always helped him out in every manner you know there was a counseling session there once a week and he was happy with the doctor the nutritionist also balanced him with good protein food as to what he should eat and what he had to avoid but months passed and never a day he missed attending all the classes things became difficult day by day but always showed a smiling face and made us smile too I got completely involved with him. Requirements of food and exercises, yoga, art classes, singing—you know, every everything was there. What we needed for a patient. Meditation was also very important there. There was a physiotherapy room for morning exercises, and and I insisted that he attend the class. He not only craved to go to the on care, but taught other patients to live and laugh with his jokes. Nice, you know, especially to those who gave up to live and be happy, you know. So this was just try to stay positive and teach others how to remain positive in life. Lovely. So basically, it was a whole. How did you cope? You know, because one is well, uh, 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 you know, dealing with taking him to the daycare experience, but then you obviously needed care, compassion, and counselling to prepare yourself for the eventuality of death. Yes, and yes, the as days came closer. Um, he was unable to go there also and uh, like 3 months before he was very bad and um, i i didn't want to insist of him going there also it was not safe to send him alone or even to go with him but uh, we 
yeah so then later on i spoke to dr kushil mistry and she said that my team will come home and comfort him you know you don't have to worry and i was really happy about that so the team of doctors nurses the counselors they came home and comforted him so i got all the help from them continuously i got help from them you know till the last it's what we call bereavement care yeah even after he died they still are in touch with me every now and then they sms me and ask me how's my health and you know onward so on but that but uh, i was really grateful to oncare tenkedabar uh, foundation it helped him a lot helped me a lot to decide how to act after his death also thank you very very much uh, mrs godrej have a wonderful day ahead and thank you for talking to us thank you rachike thank you Bye. so much Thank you for everything. Thank you. Avni, I'd like to continue the conversation with you. Now, I believe Romila Palliative Care is going to be raising awareness by doing a panel discussion and this is on the Omnicurious platform. Just give us some details on that please. Uh, yes, uh, Rishi. Uh, actually, Omnicurious is an impact-driven uh, social enterprise uh, that is uh, uh, pioneering in uh, online education or CMEs for the doctor on pan-India level. So, uh, Sneha and uh, Romila Palliative Care is going to conduct a series of uh, panel discussions in uh, this in the, on this platform, and thereby creating awareness and uh, contributing to to the society. So, this uh, panel uh, discussion will also so uh, include uh, and resolve the queries from the doctors on pan india uh, uh, also secondly romila palliative care is uh, uh, one of the 10 partners of the national health line which uh, is getting launched on 7th of october at 4 pm uh, this national health line is called uh, palliative care uh, help line is called saath saath okay so saath saath palliative care help line number is 1800 202777 it will be uh, please, please repeat that number slowly please uh, so uh, national helpline number uh, called saath saath is 18002027777 monday to saturday from 10 am to 6 pm currently the direct palliative care services will be provided to mumbai delhi bangalore guwahati kerala pune and gradually we will try and expand uh, the services to uh, other parts of uh, the country excellent you know as far as the panel discussion that you were talking about can anybody who's listening to this go on to the omnicurus platform and take part in this panel discussion and what is the date is it the 9th itself that you're doing this yeah it's it's on the 9th okay on that platform wonderful what is your big message to anybody who's listening on uh, this very very key day Uh, World Hospice and Palliative Care Day. Considering all the work that you are doing uh, with Romila Palliative Care as well as Sneha. Uh, so, uh, uh, my uh, key message to the listeners will be that uh, live life to the fullest. And uh, the moment you come across any person who is uh, going through a life-limiting ailment, please refer to any palliative care. network or any palliative care helpline that is available to you and uh, take the services uh, which are totally free and uh, yes contribute to the society now for those of you who don't know sneha is the society for nutrition education and health action and under it comes the romila palliative care center and uh, i'd like you also to give out how people can approach uh, sneha if they're in a crisis or 
approach the Romila Palliative Care if they want to uh, want the services of the Palliative Care Center? So uh, on a social media page, uh, Sneha's website is available. And on Sneha website, all the numbers and crisis helpline numbers are also available. So once you go on Sneha website, you can also yeah, that's a good idea. approach, approach yes, all the numbers. That's www.snehamumbai.org. So you can get all the numbers there. Also, there will be details of Romila Palliative Care. Excellent. Thank you very, very much for your time and keep up the great work that you're doing, Avni. You and Sneha and Romila Palliative Care. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you, Rishi. Have a good day. Take care of yourself.